if you previously already heard this podcast, I'm your host, the Susan Anime O'Hagan, or you could call me Anime. I really don't care. And I'm going to tell you some of the things we have talked about on this podcast. So let's check it out and see all the interesting things we've talked about. I talk about movies, TV shows, books, games, Game Informer, Pinocchio, Warriors of Legend, Unauthorized Book, Nine, Firestarter, A Soft Guide to Taking It Easy, Vampire Kisses Books, Lucia Ball, The Wizard of Oz, Sejo B, The Great Battles in History, some of these are older, Zombies 3, Witches, Diana, Her Life and Legacy, Pirates, Zombies, Titanic, Tuesday, Norway, One on One, Mysterious Places, Movies, Buzz Lightyear, Melissa and Joey, Avatar The Last Airbender, The Promise, Memorial Day, Senior Year, Godzilla, Funny, Mashup, Ripley's Believe It or Not, For the Love of a Child, Anastasia, Asia and More, Mary Vincent, The J-Team, Shirley Jackson, Family Trees, Greek Mythology and Lesson, Electric Chair, The Brady Kids, The Brady Bunch, The Brady Brunch Goes to Hawaii, The Dark Side of the Brady Bunch, Growing Up Brady, The Lottery, Turner and Pooch, Night Squad, Hillsong, Almost Christmas Movie, We Have Always Lived in the Castle book, love that book, The Other Kingdom, The Warren Files, A Witch's Ball, Evil Thing, A Tell of That Deville Woman, Two Hot Take Show Review, Turning Red, Team Titans Raven, Unsolved Mysteries, Charmed, Buzzfeed Unsolved, Kids Nation, Black Widow, Fired Up, The Movie, The Good Place, St. Patrick, Chicago Tribunal Murders, Awkward, Ukraine, Ghost Whispered, The Bride He Bought Online, Archie and Katie Kane, Archie's Weird Mystery, Seven Heaven. Charlie Sturkenweather, Mummy is a Murder Chill, Abandoned Empress, Hot and Key Cleveland, Scorpion TV Series, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Different Strokes, Return to Amish and Escaping Polygamy, and we have so much more. I will be talking about movies. TV shows, books, games, money, easy time sets, and movies, TV shows, books, games, and I guess that is all of them. I hope you all enjoyed. And
hopefully you'll have a great and wonderful experience. And these will be uploaded Monday through Thursday. Some facts about pandas. The bamboo bear. It was once thought that the giant panda might be related to the raccoon. However, scientists have since proven that it is a member of the bear family. The giant panda is officially classed as a carnivore, meat eater, though its diet is more likely that of an omnivore, plant eater. The vast variety of a giant panda's diet consists of bamboo due to an effective dissative system. They need to eat large qualities to get the nutrients they need. A giant panda can spend 14 hours a day eating and will typically eat 11 to 18 kg in one day. 99% of this bamboo. But they will also eat fish, eggs, and small animals if the opportunity arises. In the wild, giant pandas are territorial and generally solitary animals. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor, ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a... So the reason we are talking about carving pumpkins, potatoes, and uh, turnips, yams, and other things is because Halloween is the 31st coming up. And since I do this podcast on the weekend, I typically don't hear you all. You don't hear me on Halloween. <laughs> so that's basically why we're doing it now. Okay, this first step to making your very own quick and easy potato jack or lantern is to cut less than an inch off the bottom of the potato. You want to leave plenty of potato to carve, but you will also want the base to be wide enough to stand and fit over your light source. This step will make it easier to see and carve the inside of the pumpkin as well as providing a solid base for the finished product. If you would like, you can save the cut off bit to use as an accessory and the final step. Parents, I'm obviously not going to tell you how to moderate your children, but you may want to do the cutting for them. Hollow out the potato. Yeah, that's the creepy part. It's a little weird, because I'm so used to carving out pumpkins that to hear carving out a potato is just something I never thought to do. But we'll continue. To hollow out your potatoes, start by scooping out the insides like you do with a pumpkin. 
Although the potato is raw, this should not be too difficult. Just be careful and don't punch through the skin. Parents, you may have to do this for your young children. Once you have a satisfactory size hole, you can scrape the insides of the potato with the spoon. If you want to scallop the potato with the I-N-T-R-I-C-A-T-E details, this will make it easier down the road. You could hold the potato up to the sun or a light source to see how light travels through the remaining flesh. How thoroughly you hollow out will be based on a personal preference. Draw the design. Yeah, draw a spooky face. Next year I might just draw a spooky face. Or draw it out then carve it. Might be easier than trying to follow a design itself. Draw your jack-o'-lantern's face on your design. This is where your younger kids have a lot of fun. Encourage them to make whatever they want. I decide to go with the traditional face, but since the potato is much thinner and softer than pumpkins, you can really go crazy with the details. Cut out the design. Now you need to cut out your design. This step is ridiculously easy compared to traditional pumpkins. Attention! Pumpkin flesh cuts like butter when you use a craft knife. So cutting yourself is a real risk. Again, this may be a good place for your parents to take over. Just make sure you know when your fingers are and don't cut towards yourself. Okay, step six, accessorize. Optional. I saved the cut off end for step two and made it into a hat by hollowing up the middle and attempt to carve cute fall beanie. This didn't work, so it doesn't look much of anything, but it still looks cute and proves contrast. Now our jack-o'-lantern can stay warm through the chilly fall nights. You can add whatever you want to your pumpkin or potato or whatever you're carving. Maybe you can give them a wizard hat and a spell book, or maybe you could give them a cardboard shield and toothpick sword. Let your imagination go wild. Step number seven. Enjoy your creation. Dang, her potato is glowing. I didn't think the potato would glow like that. Okay, now I want to carve out a potato. Yeah, I'm going to have to... (laughs) Now I want to carve a potato, which seems like a lot weird thing to do to me, but might be fun to try one year. If you don't want your potato to brown, you can put diluted lemon juice on the potato inside and out. However, if you were going for an icky potato design, the browning might actually go to your advantage. You can place your potato on your table as a centerpiece or in your window to peer out as Press by since we're in uh in, this one says they were indoors here are some things i would change if i did this project again hi sight i would make sure the size of the hole fitted my light source my original idea was to snuggle fit the potato onto the end of the flashlight so i could carry it around as a light source while trick-or-treating. However, after hauling up the potato, there was no way that plan was going to work. This is also why I did not have any tea lights available. 
I neglected to process my creation with lemon juice and it browned within hours. If you want any kind of longevity to your creation, this step is critical. So yeah, some interesting facts is the pumpkin uh, potato can actually carve into a jack-o'-lantern, which I find just a little odd and interesting. Free Halloween Haunted House Paper Craft. Mm. Nah. I'm trying to see if there's anything else to talk about because we did a lot of pumpkin facts. And there's not much more. They're all the same. Except for Stringy Jack. Stingy Jack. Why do I keep calling him Stringy? He's Stingy Jack. Why? Why do I keep saying the wrong name? But yeah. Okay, here's another one. How to carve a f potato face. Well, that's... If you're well, now I have to delete. Okay, so there are more uh, ways to carve. Oh, an old man facing a potato. So some people still carve potatoes, but more like carvings, not like a jack-o'-lantern. Maybe I should say carving a potato. Jack-o-l-a-n-t. I hope I'm spelling this right. I have trouble spelling things. The history of American jack-o'-lantern. like there's that many like oh before pumpkins the Irish carved jack-o-lantern the jack-o-lantern tradition dates back centuries when people in Ireland decorated turnips beets and potatoes to frighten away a mythical creature named stingy jack Irish immigrants brought the tradition to America home of the pumpkin and the popular fruit became an initial part of Halloween according to folklore stringy jack Stingy Jack. Stingy Jack, I'm still not talking about you, but dang, some of these potatoes. This one has like teeth. This one has like carved teeth and a face. Okay, this one has like a ghost, which is pretty detailed. I like the cute little faces. Maybe next time I'll go for, ooh, this one. I like the carved potatoes and then the pumpkin in the background. I kind of like that, that's kind of cute. But I didn't realize like, a potato can really like make a good light source. I'm actually shocked because the light, like you could see, dang, I'm wearing like special glasses for my migraines that have like, there are so many different types of pumpkins. There are painted pumpkins, carved pumpkins. Oh look, history of jack-o'-lantern carved potatoes. There's just so many different ideas. Some people do witches, ghosts, faces. One year they did like a face of the mask. Painted pumpkins. I like painted pumpkins. They're my favorite. Some people just leave them out and don't do anything with them. 
which is fine too depending on if you some people do like I don't know what they're called they stick them in the pumpkin and then they have like faces and arms and legs for like little little kids Jade had one and then there's just like some oh this one's like a rotted pumpkin which is so funny because it's like spooky in a cool way a carved owl this one has just like felt this one's really amazing like some people go really all out so it depends on how old you are this one is uh, Mickey Mouse with two pumpkins on that like ear and the face is carved out but I think it's interesting that we originally did not start with pumpkins we start with potatoes and different like vegetables and there, there's like gores I paint gores for mainly like Thanksgiving but I would say I find this information I find this information kind of fascinating and interesting and I'll talk more about Halloween but I think we did that last year but like oh wow this one is a pumpkin carved out of um Gurku if I'm saying his name right and then they have like different like pieces of the pumpkin and then another pumpkin that's so cool this potato looks like a mummy jack-o-lanterns are the root of all <laughs> jack-o-lanterns are a little weird if you want to hear like the creepy dark history about it you can check out my other podcast if you get permission or if you're old enough because I know I do lots of informational stuff oh this one is like a Canada pumpkin which is kind of fun this one's just like stack pumpkins in like a decoration this one has like a zip this one has candy okay this one is such a cute idea for those who like older people who don't really want to like go answer the door or aren't home they have this carved pumpkin and then like little holes to put lollipops and then they have like a bowl of candy so like the whole hair is just lollipops that kids can take out of the pumpkin which I find kind of fascinating it's for toddlers and preschoolers Dang. okay yeah I'm gonna talk about that on a different podcast because that ain't going for the kids but some of these are so cute this year I painted up two small pumpkins and one big pumpkin and the two small ones one is scruff from Leo and Stitch her doll and the other is Baymax from Big Hero 6 oh my goodness this one is so whoa Okay. I wow. They, there are some that are really fascinating. And there are some that are more scary than others. Like I could I'm weird. I could do both scary and cutesy Halloween. One year I'm gonna do both where I'm like Half the art's scary and half the art's cutesy. I kind of did that this year. Oh, it's Jack. They carved the face of Jack with the white pumpkin. That is so fun. 
I mean, there's just so many different types of carvings. Pumpkin pie. The thing says no pumpkin pie, which is so funny. Okay, I hope you all enjoyed and have a great, a wonderful weekend. I, you'll hear me tomorrow and the next day because you hear me on the weekends. Bye for now. Over and out. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor. Ad break. Ad break. Ad break. Ad break. Sponsor. 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 And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's give a little bit of a Today, I thought it would be fun and a little bit spooky because this is my adult channel, but it's not really my scary channel, but that's a whole different conversation. I don't even know why I brought it up. Anyway, we're going to talk about Stingy Jack and Halloween and other origins of Halloween that I'm not really sure how to spell but or pronounce, but maybe I'll spell it. But that's right, we are talking about Stingy Jack, and if you're wondering who that is, well, let's get into it. And we will continue our regularly scheduled items in a little bit, maybe next week, or this week, we'll see. Stingy Jack, facts for kids. Yeah, he's not kid-friendly, but I did do it on him last year, but I'm going to be talking about all versions of Stingy Jack we can find. Stingy Jack is a character in Irish folklore. He was a poor, dirty man who was often drunk. He outsmarted the devil at least three times. Oh, jeez. I'm saying oh, jeez, because when you mess with the devil, it's never a good idea. You don't end up... Like, he messed with him in a bad way. Not even, like, a friendly way. Just a really, really stupid thing to do. But okay. I digress, I think. He invited the devil to have a drink with him. Jack did not want to pay for the drink. He pressured the devil to change himself into a coin. The devil did so, and Jack put the coin in his pocket. 
There was a silver cross in his pocket that made it impossible for the devil to return to his original shape. Well, geez, Jack, you have some issues that you need to work on, dude. Who goes around messing with the devil? Like, ugh. In a bad way, like, he's being rude to the devil. Does that make him more evil than the devil? I'm so confused by this whole thing. Okay, Jack eventually allowed the devil to resume his shape, but only after he promised not to bother Jack for a whole year and to not try to claim his soul when he died. Another occasion, Jack pressured the devil to climb an apple tree to gather apples. Jack quickly carved crosses into the trunk of the tree, making it possible for the devil to come down. Jack allowed the devil to come down, but only after he promised not to bother Jack for 10 years and not to claim his soul when he died. On the third occasion Jack died before the 10 year time limit, God did not want Jack in heaven. Well, I would think not. I don't even want you. I'm not even sure. My thoughts are all over the place about religion, but you know, I don't even want you around. Shoo shoo. No one wants you around. So he was sent to Down Under. Um, H double hockey six. The devil did not claim his soul, so Jack was sent back into the world. The devil gave him a glowing coal to light his way in the darkness. Jack put the coal into a hollowed out turnip. He is said to still walk the earth with his lantern and can be seen around All Saints Day, November 1st. Jack becomes known as Jack of the Lantern. This name was shortened to Jack O'Lantern. In the United States, his lantern became a pumpkin rather than a turnip. Pumpkins were common in the U.S. and easier to carve. The story of Jack is little known, perhaps because he was an unsuitable role model for entertaining children. Someone, I know I'm gonna sound really stupid, but is Jack the Skeleton King from Nightmare Before Christmas based on Jack? Stingy Jack. Also, if you want to hear me talking about pumpkins and, um, turnips and other things that you can carve, that will be over on my kids' Gummy Bear Podcast Land. Let's continue, because I found more. And if it's a repeat, it's a repeat. I'm sorry. Okay, Jack, how jack-o'-lantern originated in Irish myths before we carved pumpkins the Irish chiseled creepy faces onto turnips. Here's a tip, don't look it up. You think, oh, I'll look it up. Don't. It's creepy. It's like, that would make a good horror movie. It is so creepy the way the turnips look. And the potato. It is so weird. That's coming from a person who loves true crime, horror movies, watches, uh, documentaries, thrillers. I watch Bailey Sarian. I watch Kendall Ray. I've watched Brooke McKinnon. I've watched Dead Meat Podcasts. I've watched, like, well, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Ring, The Grunge, The Fear Street, which by the way, is a movie that I get to talk about because I've never seen it until recently, so that will be fun. 
because there's three movies in that one and it was better than I thought it would be. But let's go back to what I was talking about. I'm in medicine today and I'm still a little hyper. It's my favorite holiday today. I love Halloween, I love Christmas, and the winter solstice and I have a special bond where I do not do any social media. I try not to. I even try not to be on my phone or have lights on. It's a whole thing. Pumpkins with ghoulish faces illuminate by candles are a surest sign of the Halloween season. The practice of decorating jack-o'-lanterns originated in Ireland, even though it wasn't really a jack-o'-lantern, where large turnips and potatoes served as early canvases. In fact, the name jack-o'-lantern comes from an Irish folktale about a man named Stingy Jack. Irish immigrants brought the tradition to America, home of the pumpkin, and it became an integrated part of Halloween festivals. So, originally Halloween was celebrated in Ireland, not in the U.S. Things, oh, we will also talk about Native American books and shows and different things still in November. Even though I found out I'm not even partly Native American. I am just boring. <laughs> but I am Irish, so I kind of find it funny when they say Irish folklore. And I'm laughing because I'm like, ah, I'm Irish. It's just kind of funny. I'm like... 22% Irish and then like 39% European, 15% Scottish, 8% Norway and Iceland because that's what it pops up. England and Northwestern European, 6%. Wales, 6%. The Blancs, 4%. But yes, I am mostly German and Irish and Scottish, which is funny because people are like, oh, that's the last name of like a... Scottish person or this is from Scotland I'm like doesn't matter to me I'm both but if you have fun folktales about Halloween let me know because I would love to hear them Legend of Stingy Jack. I kept calling him Stringy Jack. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know if it's part of my learning disability or I just thought he was more stringy than stingy. Or he looked stringy and stingy. I don't know. People have been making jack-o'-lanterns at Halloween for centuries. The practice originated from an Irish myth about a man nicknamed Stingy Jack. According to the story, Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him. Okay, we already talked about this. Jack eventually freed the devil under condition he would not bother him for a year. Okay, soon after Jack died, as the legend goes, God would not allow such an unsavory figure into heaven. The devil, upset by the trick Jack had played on him and keeping his word not to claim his soul, would not allow Jack into HD Double Hockey 6. He sent Jack off into the dark night with only a burning coal to light his way. Jack put the coal into a carved out turnip and has been roaming the earth with ever since. The Irish began to refer to the ghostly figure as Jack of the Lantern 
or than simply jack-o'-lantern. In Ireland and Scotland, people began to make their own versions of jack-o'-lanterns by carving scary faces into turnips and potatoes and placing them into windows or near doors to frighten away stingy jack and other wandering evil spirits. In England, large baits are used. Immigrants from these countries brought their jack-o'-lantern tradition with them when they came to the United States, soon found that pumpkins, a native fruit to America, makes it perfect for jack-o'-lanterns. So, like, most of the tale of Stingy Jack is very close together, which I find interesting. Like, there's not many differences. Like, I wonder what it would say if you just typed in jack-o'-lantern. Okay, I'll type in jack-o'-lantern and then we will see. Jack-o'-lantern, I just wanna, okay. Let's just see what that says. Okay, a jack-o'-lantern is a card vegetable lantern, mostly commonly made for a pumpkin or a root vegetable such as a turnip. A jack-o'-lantern is traditionally associated with the Halloween holiday. Its name comes from the reported phantom of strange lights frickling over peat dogs called Will-O-The-Whips of Jack-O-Lantern. The name is also tied to the Irish legend of Stingy Jack, a drunk who bargains with Satan and is doomed to roam the earth with only a hollow turnip to light his way. Dude, that's really on you. You should have known better, but okay. Jack-o'-lanterns carved from the pumpkins are a yearly Halloween tradition that develops in the United States when Irish immigrants brought their rooted vegetable carving traditions with them. In a jack-o'-lantern, the top of the pumpkin or turnip is cut off to form a lid. The inside flesh is scooped up and an image, usually a scar or a funny face. Next year, I think I'm just either going to draw what I want or do a funny face. This year did not work. Tried to do one of those, like, cut out things. It did not work. I could do a puzzle or just a fun face. Fun face might be easier. It's carved out of the ridge to expose the hollow interior to create the lantern effect and a light source, traditionally a flame, such as a candle or tea light. Yeah, for those who do not want to put a flaming candle in their spot, please just put a tea light. Might be a little safer or get like a pumpkin that lights up. That's another way because there's so many different types, but yeah. It's placed within before the lid is closed. However, artificial jack-o'-lanterns with electrical lights are also marketed. It is common to see jack-o'-lanterns used as external and internal decorations prior to and on Halloween, which is tonight. Tonight is Halloween. Hopefully I post this tonight if I have time. The term jack-o'-lantern was originally used to describe the virtual phantom known as Will-O-The-Wisp, which we will talk about later. Oh, for creepy creeps sakes. I said creepy. A plaster cast of a traditional Irish jack-o'-lantern in the Museum of Country Life Ireland are turnip were often used. Modern carving of a Cornish chakra lantern made from a turnip. They have like teeth. Both of them have teeth. One looks like a rotted 
mummy that you disturbed and should never have woken up. The eyes are really like creepy kitty eyes. The other one has teeth and carved out eyes, but dang is that creepy. The carving of vegetables has been a common practice in many of the world. It is believed that the custom of making jack-o'-lanterns Okay, hang on. Now let's continue. Making jack-o'-lanterns, a Halloween time began in Ireland. In the 19th century, turnips or mungle waltzers hollowed out to act as a lantern and often carved with grotesque faces, yet with teeth. With teeth! With, like, they look like actual teeth. Like, it's not like just a face. Like, it has a mouth and teeth, and I think one of them has a tongue. Oh, that's just, it's giving me, like, oh, that's nasty. They look almost like you shrunk a person's head, and I don't even think shrunken heads are as creepy. Oh, my. Well, at least I got creeped out on Halloween for once. Usually I'm very, like, oh, I've seen it, done it. Next year I'll probably be like, oh, yeah, I've seen it, done it. Hollowed out to act as lanterns and often carved with grotesque faces were used on Halloween in parts of Ireland and the Scottish Highlands. In these Celtic-speaking regions, Halloween was also the festival of S-A-M-H-I-N, which I will also talk about and was seen at a time when supernatural beings and the souls of the dead walked the earth. Jack-o'-lanterns were also made at Halloween time in Summerest, England during the 19th century. By those who made them, the lanterns were said to represent either spirits or supernatural beings or were used to ward off evil spirits. In America, we just do them for fun in the USA, America. I'm not sure if some people still ward them off for evil spirits. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, they're warding off evil spirits. That's why we have them. But, you know, now they're just really for fun, I think. Or take it as you see fit type of deal. I'm that type of person. I'm like, okay, you take it as you see fit, I take it as I see fit, and that's how we go. For example, sometimes they were used by Halloween participants to frighten people and sometimes they were set on window sills to keep harmful spirits out of one's home. It has been suggested that the jack-o'-lanterns originally represented Christian souls in purgatory as Halloween is the eve of All Saints Day. Fine, we'll talk about that one too. If we have time. Well, we might, because Jack-O-Lantern doesn't really seem to have a lot of Jack-O-Lantern stuff. And I lost my place. On January 16th in 1836, the Dolan Penny Journal published a long story on the legend of Jack-O-The-Lantern. Although, this does not mention the lantern being carved from a vegetable in 1837, 
The Limerick Chronicles referred to a local pub holding a carved ground competition and presenting a prize to the best crown of Jack McLantern. The term McLantern also appeared in an 1841 publication of the same paper. This is also evidence that turnips were used to carve what was called a Hardy's Lantern in one of Winchester, England at the end of the 18th century. The folklore jazz albums outlines the other. Okay, and now we have another thing to look. We might not get to all of this today, which is good. It gives me something to do in November when I'm totally at my worst. November's not my favorite month because I had a bad experience in November. Which is why it's not my favorite month, but at least I try to get through Okay, in North America, I wonder if that's where I'm considered. The USA. The adaptation of Washington Ivory's short story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, often shows the headless horseman with a pumpkin or jack-o'-lantern in place of his severed head. Oh, I love Sleepy Hollow. That was one of my favorites. I don't know if he would really be the same as Jack. It's hard to say. The Headless Horseman. I think it was like the original legend, but I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Like the original legend from all those years ago. I think if he is I think that's our version with a pumpkin or jack-o'-lantern in the place of his severed head. In the original story, a shattered pumpkin is discovered next to Isabel Crane's abandoned hat on the morning after Crane's supposed encounters with the horseman. The application of the teamed carved pumpkins in American English is first seen in 1834. The carved pumpkin lanterns associate with Halloween is Recorded in the 1 November 1866 edition of the Daily News, the old-time custom of keeping up Halloween Eve was not forgotten last night by the youngest of the city. They had their masking and their merry masking and their streets after dark, which was no doubt amusing themselves. There was a great significance of pumpkins from which to make transparent heads and faces lit up by the unfailing two inches. Okay, quote, Oh, fruit love of boyhood, the old days were calling when wood grapes were plumbing and brown nuts were falling when wild, ugly faces are carved in its skin glaring out through the darkness with a candle within, unquote. Some of these things are not like the others. In 1879's Funny Nursery Rhymes, a poem child, uh, uh, made by children to avoid being similar to out trustworthy master jack-o'-lantern described a wicked deceiving boy similar to Willie Old the Wisp, who dances and jumps and glumps. He is hoarsely illustrated. 
of a lantern. Holy crud, this is weird. I like creepy things, but this is just getting weirder and weirder. I also now want to find out Jack from The Nightmare Before Christmas is considered Shack of the Lantern. Or Stringy Jack. Stingy Jack. Stingy and stringy, whatever. I'm pretty sure he is, but I could be wrong. Let me know. Anywhere. <laughs> Folklore. Okay. The story of the jack-o'-lantern comes in many forms and is similar to the story of the Willie O the Whisper, retold in different forms across Western Europe, including Italy, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. In Switzerland, children were, will leave bowls of milk or cream out for mythological horse, horse spirits called Jack O the Bull, and an old Irish folk tale from the mid 18th century tells of Stingy Jackie lazy yet shrewd blacksmith who used a cross to trap Satan. One story says that Jack tricked Satan to climbing an apple tree. We already talked about that one. Another version of the story says that Jack was getting chased by some villagers from whom he had stolen. He then met Satan who claimed it was time for him to die. However, the thief's Yield his death by tempting Satan with a chance to believe to be bed evil, the church villagers chasing him. Jack told Satan to turn into a coin which he would pay for the stolen goods. Satan could take on any shape he wanted. Later, when the coin disappeared, the Christian villagers would figure out who had stolen it. The devil agreed to this plan. He turned himself into a silver coin and jumped into Jack's wallet, only to find himself next to a cross Jack had also picked up in the village. Jack closed the wallet tight, and the cross stripped the devil of his powers, and he was trapped. It's similar to the Irish one. Like, really similar. Just kind of interesting and kind of weird and kind of messed up how close... Like, these stories are just so close in detail. It's like... Makes you think, is there something to this? In both folktales, Jack lets Satan go only after he agrees to never take his soul. Many years later, the thief dies as a living thing to do. Of course, Jack's life had been too sinful for him to go to heaven. However, Satan had promised not to take his soul, so he was spared for blank as well. Jack now had nowhere to go. He asked how he would see where to go as he had no light, and Satan mockingly tossed him a burning coal to light his way. Jack carved out of one of his turnips, which were his favorite food, put the coal inside, and began endlessly wandering the earth for a resting place. He became known as Jack of, Jack of the Lantern or Jack O'Lantern. Queenish folklore Dr. Thomas recorded the use of the term in a rhyme. Jack, quote, Jack o, Lan Jack o the Lantern, Jordan the Wad, who tricked the maid and made her mad, 
Like me home, the weather's bad. Unquote. Jack-o'-lanterns were also a way of protecting one's home against the undead. Which she talked about. Pumpkin crafts. Selections of pumpkins or turnips are cut to make holes, often depicting a face, which may be either cheerful, scary, or commercial comical. Most jack-o'-lanterns carved a light in on place. For a long time, Nee, New Hampshire, held the world record for most jack-o'-lanterns carved and lit in one place. The Life is Good Company teamed up with Camp Sunshine, a camp for children with life-threatening illnesses and their families to break the record. A record was set on October 21st, 2006, when 30,128 jack-o'-lanterns were simultaneously lit on Boston Common in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Hillwood, Illinois tried to set the record on October 31st, 2011 with an unofficial count of 39,019 but did not follow the generous regulations so the achievement did not count. On October 19, 2013, Keen broke the Boston record and reclaimed the world record for most jack-o'-lanterns look on display. 30,581 Keen has now broken the record eight times since the original attempt. Dang. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor. Ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, so let's get a little bit of a... The Irish carved jack-o'-lanterns from turnips and potatoes. The jack-o'-lantern tradition dates back centuries when people in Ireland decorated turnips, beets, and potatoes to frighten away a mystical creature named Stingy Jack. Irish immigrants brought the tradition to America, home of the pumpkin. Of course. Okay, sorry about that. That was just the timer. Uh... A year later, Jack meets the devil again. Jack convinces the devil. Wait, what? Okay, it just. Okay, so this one has. Okay, these don't even have teeth. They just have like 
eyes and a nose. Okay, they have noses. Like a nose nose, not like a square nose. Like only one of them has a square nose. This one has like no, like just a, oh wow, there's teeth. Okay, the teeth are getting me. It's so just weird. This one just looks like a creepy mummy. It looks like an actual face. Like, why is that more creepier than an actual pumpkin is beyond me? The turnip isn't horrible. Nope, I rest my case. Nope, the turnip is pretty creepy. It still has teeth. Why are you giving them actual teeth? Okay, the potatoes don't look horrible. The potatoes look cool and fine and not terrifying. The others, not so much. Don't do it. It's creepy. Just don't. And now we're all winded down. I hope you all enjoyed my podcast about movies, TV shows, books, and games. And I hope you all have a great and wonderful week and weekend. If you want to hear more of me, I do have other podcasts as well on ACAST, so you can check those out. And I also have a kids podcast as well called Gummy Bears Podcast Land that if you want to hear more of me during the weekend, you can. But I hope you all have a great, wonderful week and I hope you all enjoy this. And I just tell you my opinion, facts about the show. Hopefully we could agree to disagree or you could give me your opinion. I could take it into consideration and you could take mine into consideration. And I really do enjoy doing this. You guys are my fans and I love you and you guys are so wonderful social butterflies and you're so genuinely a great and wonderful butterfly gem. I hope you all have a great and wonderful sloppy day. And don't forget to check out my other stuff. I do have a YouTube channel as well which is named Which is named, I just, the Susanna May O'Hagan Sweetie M Uniquely Sloths. And I will give you a little bit of facts. Um, Sloths only go to the bathroom once a week on the ground. That is it. Just a fun fact, a little bit about sloths that I thought you might enjoy. Okay, over and out. Bye for now. Love my uniquely gem butterflies. Fly off and enjoy. Bye for now.